0: When she handed a dime to the child with the cash box on his lap, she asked if there was another notebook she could buy so that he would not have to give her any change. The boy looked perplexed and said no. It was greed that had made her ask. But when the memory came back, it often did when she took the notebook out of her suitcase for another interview, Auntie May would laugh at herself. Why on earth had she wanted two notebooks when there's not enough life to fill one? The mother sat still, not touching the spoon, until teardrops fell into the steaming soup. Now, now, Auntie May said. She was pushing herself and the baby in a new rocking chair. Back and forth, back and forth. The squeaking less noticeable than yesterday. I wonder who's enjoying the rocking more, she said to herself. The chair, whose job is to rock until it breaks apart. Or you? whose life is being rocked away, and which one of you will meet your demise first. Auntie May had long ago accepted that she had, despite her best intentions, become one of those people who talk to themselves when the world is not listening. At least she took care not to let the words slip out. I don't like this soup, said the mother, who surely had a Chinese name, but had asked Auntie May to call her Chanel. Auntie May, however, called every mother, baby's ma, and every infant, baby. It was simple that way. One set of clients easily replaced by the next. It's not for you to like, Auntie May said. The soup had simmered all morning and had thickened to a milky white. She would never have touched it herself. But it was the best recipe for breastfeeding mothers. You eat it for baby. Why do I have to eat it for him? Chanel said. She was skinny, though it had been only five days since the delivery. Why, indeed, Auntie May said, laughing. Where else do you think your milk comes from? I'm not a cow. I would rather you were a cow, Auntie May thought. But she merely threatened gently that there was always the option of formula. Auntie May wouldn't mind that but most people hired her for her expertise in taking care of newborns and breastfeeding mothers. The young woman started to sob. Really, Auntie May thought. She had never seen anyone so unfit to be a mother as this little creature. I think I have postpartum depression, Chanel said when her tears had stopped. Some fancy term the young woman had picked up. My great-grandmother hanged herself when my grandfather was three days old. People said she'd fallen under the spell of some passing ghost, but this is what I think. Using her iPhone as a mirror, Chanel checked her face and pressed her puffy eyelids with a finger. She had postpartum depression. Auntie May stopped rocking and snuggled the infant closer. At once, his head started bumping against her bosom. Don't speak nonsense, she said sternly. I'm only explaining what postpartum depression is. Your problem is that you're not...